Hello everyone. My name is Aishida. I hope everyone is now doing well. Today, I would like to present the article "Post-Return Experiences and Transnational Belonging of Returned Migrants: A Dutch-Moroccan Case Study," written by June Debris, Tyne David, and Hein de Haas. This is today's agenda. We'll start by getting to know some basic information, and we'll move on to the central concepts, central questions, and what is the approach of conducting this research, its result, conclusion, and I have one discussion question for everyone, and lastly we'll have a look at the references. Um. Yes, it's time to get started. So this article aims to explore the roles of transnationalism in the construction of post-return belongings or um, the sense of home. When the immigrants return to their home country, um, after they have been fully adapted to the new host country, um, they probably um, face some problems when they have to reintegrate again to their home country. Unbelievable, right? But yeah, it happens. So as far as you may know, Europe has strong and harsh immigration policies. So it seems like nowadays immigrating to Europe is getting harder and harder. Therefore, there are a lot of workers who just want to seek a temporary job. They just work and send back home money. In addition, most of the researchers and scholars highlighted the topic of immigration um, in the host country side rather than the home country side. This article would like to fulfill this gap and um, they would like to study how their decision to return and transnational activities play, play roles in reintegrating to the home country. Then we'll talk about the theoretical background. In this article, the authors gave some definitions of transnational belongings and transnational practices. The definition of transnational belongings was given by Vertovec in 2001 that migrants are not oriented toward either origin or destination countries, but identify with several places. In other words, it means um, like one person can have their personalities or activities that are influenced by multiple nations. They just don't feel like they belong to one country. They don't feel like they are only a citizen of one nation, but they feel like um, they are just a person with more than one identity. So um, we move to the transnational practices. Um, it means that economic, socio-cultural and political activities that cross borders. For example, um, I'm now in the Netherlands, so I read and listen to the Dutch news, but I still receive money from my parents who are in Thailand. Um, but um, if we talk about the local activities, it would be the kind of activity that um, when I'm in Thailand, I only read Thai news. It's time for the central concepts. The main concept of this article is that the author want to find the relationship between transnational activities and reintegration and it's turned out that 
there is a significant relationship. Even though integration happens after returning, but it doesn't always mean that a person can fully integrate to the dominant norms. For example, like um, there's a Dutch Moroccan migrant who probably cannot blend into Morocco society well, despite the fact that um, this migrant has Morocco background. Um, he or she has um, Moroccan parents. Therefore, we can also imply that in order to feel the sense of home, the returnees also has something to do with transnational practices local practices and the motivation to return. And I think um, you may have some ideas about what are the central questions. And the qu central questions are to what extent transnational practices play important roles in post-return integration. How do migrants create a sense of belonging? And then it's time for the methodology or its approach. Uh, this research actually conducted as a qualitative research by using semi-structure and in-depth interviews as well as voluntary observations. The observations are done by visiting or staying at the home of returnees for a week to get the insights of the culture in the house or how do they live. This research is conducted at um, northeastern of Morocco between 2006 and 2007. They categorized the participants into six groups based on their gender, their generations, and cause of returning, which I will explain more in the next part. Uh, this is the results. Uh, I have done a table to explain the findings, but first I would like to explain how this table works. I hope that um, this table would make everyone understand it easier. On the top left of each small rectangle is the motivations of returning, and on the down right is the generations and gender. As you can see, the thumb up sign is successful integration. And the thumb down sign is unsuccessful integration. On the top half of this table where there's the thumb up sign is the generation and gender that can well blend it into Moroccan society, despite they have been living in the Netherlands for a long time or for their whole life. Um, but you can see that their motivations are quite positive when compared to the lower side. It's like they are willing to move back to Morocco and they are well prepared to reintegrate to Morocco society. So that's why um, they are successful. The research shows that this group, they tend to go to the mosque or contact with their old friends in Morocco to start forming new connections since they were in the Netherlands before they actually returned. So we can see they are really well prepared. But if we have a look at another half of this table where there's the thumb down sign that represents unsuccessful reintegration, they found that most of the women and teenagers who follow their husband or family are not so happy about moving back. 
since they don't have power to make decision whether to move back or not. And unsurprisingly, most of this group didn't want to move to Morocco at the first place. But they would rather want to stay in the Netherlands because they can see brighter future there. Um, there is an example from the article. There is actually a mom who have to move back to Morocco because her husband wanted to and she said that she want to raise her kids in the Dutch way. She want to send her children to the Netherlands during summer to learn language and life there. It can be seen that this group are more Dutch than Moroccan, but they just can't follow their own desire. And it even worse, um, because the Dutch government would revoke their resident permit when they um, decided to leave the Netherlands. And it's like a wall that restricts these people from having a better life where they feel they belong to. And then we come to conclusion finally. I'll sum it up quickly. Um, transnational activities play important roles in reintegration at the immigrant's home country, motivations to return, age, gender, and generation influence the level of sense of home. The return migration policies of the Netherlands block the Dutch Moroccan migrants to return to the Netherlands, even though they would like to. And that's it for the article, and then we'll go to the discussion question. So my discussion question is that if you were a Dutch policy maker, and you acknowledge that some Dutch Moroccan returnees may not be happy in Morocco, they would like to go back to Morocco. Do you want to amend policies and allow them to freely move back to the to the Netherlands? Why or why not? And here are my references. And that's it for my presentation today. I would like to say thank you for everyone watching this video. And um, good luck with your exam. Bye.